This episode is brought to you by Test Instrument Solutions, or TIS as we know them. Now, they do multifunction testers, EV test adapters, they do all kinds of stuff from thermal engine cameras, right the way through to continuity testers. Go over and check out their website at testinstrumentsolutions.co.uk. They are up and coming, and actually, they do some of the best kit on the market today. So go and check them out, testinstrumentsolutions.co.uk. Welcome, it is Monday Club and we're back again. We've got the gang in the house. This is the new crew really, isn't it? For as long as you guys stay around, I suppose. I'm like the, <laughs> I'm like the tired old one, isn't I? Like, I'm but you're like the, the um, what's her name out? Sugar Babes. They changed them all. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's you, that is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. is it Heidi? Um, is it the blonde know. one? No, they, no, it was the other one. It's like Keisha or something. I don't know. Anyway, oh, it was a long time why ago. are we talking about sugar babes on Monday? Sugar Club? babes were wicked back in the day. Relax. Don't say I'm... wicked. You're too old to say wicked. And wicked. first of all, let's not talk about sugar babes. Okay. Right? Everyone in the comment section, if you like sugar babes, just let me know, yeah. <laughs> you can have a little sugar babes fan club. Um, right, Mark, what have you been up to this week? Don't say EICRs. Not interested. No, not been doing any ICRs, actually. I've had a pretty good week oh. last week. So in terms of work, we've got a load of EV charge points to install. So I've been Ooh, pushing nice. that. So I've got, we've got 30 to go at. So I managed to pick up a bit of a, a deal with one of the big national contractors. So that's nice. Sweet. What chargers will you be using? Varied, mate. So they don't install a specific brand. It's just what the customers choose. Okay. So they're like a big internet reseller, if you like. And then they have a network of installers. So I've been speaking to them for quite, quite a while. And um, yeah, they've given us a few to get on and install. So that's good. That's cool. Well, that's pretty but yeah, away, away from that, I'm actually trying to be off work this week because it's my wife's 40th birthday on Thursday. Happy and birthday, we su- Mark's wife on Thursday. That's yeah, right. we were supposed supposed to be going over to California to visit her dad for mine and her birthdays, but obviously, obviously because of where we are at the minute, we can't do that. So we've decided to do the garden up. You might have seen some of my videos I've put out across social media. I've been spending far too much money building forts and monkey bars and all the rest of it so busy with that is that why you look so fresh today mark like you look like you've had a wash which is rare you know what you know. Um, i've scrubbed myself to death because there was like a, a laurels bush in the back garden and it was full of some of the deadliest insects i have ever known and they literally shredded me i've been bitten all over so i've scrubbed my skin to the point it's bleeding to try and get rid of the pain <laughs> Well, so I'm, a bit, I'm a bit cleaner than normal. Yeah. Well, you you look fresh. Must be your new camera or something. Um, Kimmy, I don't even know if I want to ask this, but tell me about your week, mate. My week. Oh, my week was good. I um. What? Why are you huffing and puffing? Oh, um, I've anyways. got sink in my eye, man. I don't want okay. to rub it. Um, my week was good. I worked with a gas engineer for one of the days. That was quite interesting. Um, I hired a gas engineer for a day. For what? And um, he came along with me to do all the gas certificates that I had overdue for my landlords. So basically, paid him for the day, took him around with me, drove him to all the properties that he had to test. And I was just 
sort of watching, learning, asking him loads of questions. Um, yes, yeah, so that was good. I did that with my week. And then um, yesterday was the crazy night of call outs. I was supposed to cover Friday, Saturday and Sunday, but I didn't get any call outs on Friday or Saturday. I actually did Saturday night. I got call out. And yesterday was really dramatic. So, um, yeah, well, that whole... Well, elaborate. Like, this is what Monday Club's about. You've got to tell okay. us about this. So, so what happened is I decided to leave the house at about five o'clock, dropped off my son, and then started the call outs. Went to South London. South London is quite intense and crazy. Where, where, where? 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 Um, SW15, SW6, SE15, literally all around Brixton, Peckham, and all of those oh. areas. And um, there is actually, let me, let me just double check what the name of that place is. I think it's called like something Towers. But anyways, it's a huge estate. And um, Tower, Tower Hamlets? That... No, that's not Tower No, Hamlet. no, no. That's East London. Yeah. That is East London, mate. Mm -mm -mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's a huge, huge estate. Um, and the car park itself was two floors and then the the block itself was on top of the car park so it was very interesting so anyways it had about four or five different entrances and within that estate they had a tesco i think the estate was maybe built in like the 1950s 1960s so anyways i parked outside now and um there was five people that sort of approached me and they were all intoxicated and they just started started hassling me, asking me for money. And one of the women, she just literally threw herself on me and she was like holding me tight. And um, where she's a rough sleeper as well, she she was just a mess in terms of like her hygiene and stuff. And um, yeah, she just wouldn't let me go. And she was just like screaming in my ear saying, can you give me your money? And she, do you know what she kept saying to me? She's like, can you check in your handbag? You sh Can you just check? Can you just double check? And I kept telling her, listen, it's a handbag but it's actually just got tools in it. It's got no actual money or anything in it. And she just couldn't understand how my handbag had no purse or money in it. So anyways, um, yeah, that was that. Got her off my case. When I'm done the job, it was just crazy finding it as well. Went into the lift. Oh, everything just stank like piss. Um, oh, and then I went into the lift, right? I thought, what's the worst that can happen in the lift? Surely the lift will be better than the stairs. As soon as I was about to get in the lift, a guy ran out the staircase. So he was down the stairs and he ran up, ran into the lift and was like, where are you going? Have you just finished work? Are you going to work? And I was like, oh my gosh. And as we're going down, I thought, why is he going down? And he just came from there. And I thought, oh my God, is this how I die? And I was just like panicking. And then as soon as I came out the lift, I think he just like ran off. And then when I came back out, the woman found me again. And she like, she's like, excuse me, darling, excuse me, darling. She found me again and she was like holding on to me. She wouldn't let me go. And then I just ran into the car, sat down and she laid on top of my body and she wouldn't let me leave until I gave her money. And she just kept saying, check here, check there, check there. And then I was like, please, I've got no money to give you, literally. So I found like a pound. I gave it to her. She said, thanks, walked off. And I was like, well, time to go home. Got home about 2.30 and... um yeah, that was an interesting. Um... What? There's so much to unpack here. First of all, right? I'm just going to say it how it is, and I don't care what the what the blowback is from this. 
you've got to be a bit more careful about the way you approach these scenarios, being that you are an attractive female in these very rough estates and very rough parts of London. You have to be a bit more careful the way you approach these. Do you not How believe would, that? In what, in what sense could I have been more careful? I literally got to the job. I was on my phone making it look like, you know, I was speaking to somebody. Obviously, I'm just making an Instagram story. But making it look like, you know, someone's on the phone to me and whatever. How else could I have been more yeah. careful? I parked right outside on a double yellow line I, I just, on like, the pavement. I don't know. It's scary oh, I, to think about it. But I just think, like... I don't even know if I would go to that call out. I'd be, I'd be like, do you know what? What a call out in like the deepest depths of of South London, like the proper rough part of South London, on a probably a notorious council estate around there. I'm gonna think twice about going on that call out, and that's and I and I'm from Croydon, so yeah, I'm gonna think twice about that. I'm just saying, I'd be no good. They'd snatch me straight up. Gone. Get out. Oh, gone. Never see me again. All right, relax. <laughs> Just say. So, what what sort of requirements do you think somebody would need to be able to attend a call out like that? Or do you think the people that live there are doomed forever to never have an electrician go there at that time of the morning what, when there's no electrician? children in the property. Here's a better way of um, what precautions do you take when you go to a job like that? Do you have like a like a thing that I, you have in I, place? So I've got uh, my phone and I send my live location to a friend so they can see nice. like my active little tracker thing. Yeah. So at any time, and obviously I keep it up to date, uh, messaging my friends, you know, letting them know where I am and stuff. And um, the worst kind of case scenario, I did think I do have a whole handbag full of tools and I know exactly which one I'd go for if there was any problems. And in the past I've had unofficial sort of training because um my brother's dad he was like a martial arts teacher so he taught me like a few little basics and I thought yeah but when things do open I do want to take some more proper official sort of self-defense lessons just in case can I give you a bit of advice Mm -hmm. um if you get in a scenario where you feel like you might need to reach for a weapon run away I'm in a lift I'm in a lift (laughs) run away I'm in a lift yeah. I'm in a small lift during Corona. She... The guy is standing literally that close to me, asking me, "Have I just finished work? Where am I going? What am I doing?" And it's two o'clock in the morning, and the lift uh, is you're... dodgy. As it's going down, it's it's getting stuck in between. Like, do you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, I would not have got into that lift if I knew there was somebody around. I looked around, I didn't hear anybody. As soon as I pressed the lift button and I stepped in, the guy ran out from. Do you know what I mean? I would have never gone into the lift yeah. if I knew there was somebody that would have got in there with me. It was just... Go on. Are you on these jobs as a self-employed person, Kimmy? Or are you working for a, for a company? How are you, how are you contracted onto them? This is me doing it through choice. I'm just thinking, because I know when we send people out to, to jobs like that, we always send them as a pair, so it wouldn't be lone workers. And that mm. wouldn't matter if you were a male or a female. So if we were going into... Yeah. Uh, more, more than anything else, it's carrying all the gear as well. I mean, you've got your, your mm-hmm. handbag. But when you're going up like 10 flights of stairs and in the lift, having an extra person with you, it's more mm. than just, just safety and welfare. Certainly as an employer doing a risk assessment. Yeah, no, ever, to be honest... I wouldn't ever send somebody of... to a job like that. Yeah, one of the companies I used to work for, they used to um, 
always send two people when it was the most known estates. And um, they also used to provide us with stab proof vests. So that was another. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm not Jeez. going. Listen, unless they're paying like danger money, I'm not going. <laughs> and the thing what? is, the price for that caller is exactly the same as it would be on like a Friday, five o'clock. What? For stab through fest is part of the PPE, then then nowhere. No, <laughs> they, 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 I think they cost like four hundred pounds, but they obviously they give it to you for free. <laughs> what? what on earth? Uh, where are you working? I had honestly, I had a similar situation. To You've a point. Never had this situation. No, no. There was a cat that was really aggressive <laughs> once on this lady's fence and wouldn't let me in the house. Did you just say a cat? Yeah, a cat. Tried to yeah, it tried to scratch me. <laughs> Oh. Listen, there is. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, listen, uh, got a call out for you tonight, Kimmy. Um, but you've got to swing by the office, pick up the stab proof vest. I'd be like, nah, not doing it. <laughs> Sorry. No. That's just what? a straight no, isn't it? Oh, well. Well, that was a good subject. For me, it's like, okay, that's, that's cool. Yeah, but um, no, well, um, I guess, yeah, but. <sighs> What are we doing? Now. What what are we doing? What? Somebody's got to do it. And the thing is, it's either going to be right. somebody who is scared or it's just going to be me who's crazy enough to do it. And I feel like, I've, like I said, I've never been unfortunate enough where something actually physically ever happened to me or I've never been robbed. I've never had any of these things happen to me. So whether it's going to be me or some huge bloke, I don't know. Personally, it, it's just maybe my crazy like mind right? and it works. Let me put it to you like this. Do you know what Russian roulette is? Mm. Right? Yeah. So you have, you know, like them them revolver guns, yeah? So you put one bullet in and then the rest of the chambers are empty. And you spin it and then you click it. And if it don't go off, yeah, you win, right? But you keep putting yourself in danger every time you click it. So you spin it and click, spin it and click. And every time you do that, you put yourself closer to that moment where you're going to hit hit that button. So the more time you go to these things, the more chances... Your odds that, are in, that, not in your favour anymore. Yeah. Like but you know the, what? See, for me, I feel like I've got a cheat code. I only do it part-time. So that literally, I feel like all the days where something terrible might happen, I don't work those days. So... The only thing you should do is, is get a bloody GoPro stuck to your head and live stream it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, do you know what's good as well? You should get a body cam. Because That's what although, I mean, yeah, yeah. Because although... I that, thought about um, that, and honestly, that would make some great, great TV shows. No, but it's like, you, you should get... You know, like, the ones that them... Um, Police officers. Bailiffs have as well. Yes, it, oh, yeah. there, And it's like, you know, if you put hands on this person... You're like, recorded. Say, you're, yeah. you're recorded and you're, you're banged to rights. I think that's a good shout, because... Yeah, it's a, it's that, more of know? a deterrent than it is anything yeah. else. And like, SWAT gear. Yeah. Just like, yeah, SWAT gear, a samurai sword, um, some mace, a taser. <laughs> I bought a taser. <laughs> Listen, I bought a taser wow. at a car boot sale once. I bought one on holiday and um, got it took them off, off me at the airport. Didn't realize she couldn't take it into the country. <laughs> but uh, it's a torch. Well, I haven't got it anymore, but it was a torch. 15 quid. And then mm. you, you put a little switch at the bottom and you can taser people. And I've been, well, I waited ages and ages for my sister to come over and then I couldn't find it. Because I, like, I can't, 
zap my wife. I can't zap my kid. Can't zap my dog. My brother would not be happy if I did. That we used to do it to each other on holiday. It was in Turkey. We were tasing each other in the in the bars and whatnot. It was great. I could take it, though, because I've had full whack. The other guy's like, ooh, take it. It's just a bit of batteries. It's fine. But um, that being said, by the time she came over from Dubai, I was so excited. I couldn't find it. Have you ever been, when we went to Australia, we were messing around with a um, a bull prod. You ever seen them? <gasps> Sat me on my arse. That's where yeah. I absolutely smashed in the ranch in the middle of nowhere. A place called Yangan. And obviously we the story of the tasers had come up before. And the guy who owned the ranch come out, because he was drinking, oh, what was it called now? Um, it's like weird wine. Comes in like bags. Anyway, and uh, we're absolutely off it. And he was like, oh, I've got a bull prod. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Straight to the back. I just fell over. Like, <laughs> gone. I, I was like, yeah, don't do, that. don't do that again. Anyway, sorry. Nick's boring story. Yeah, it was really interesting. Let's carry on. I was going to hit you with that. I suppose you yeah, had to I know. <laughs> yeah, um, Mark, have you got a hot topic or a te- technical Nick, topic? how's your week been? Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, Thanks are we, we going to ask Nick what he's been doing? Do we have to? <laughs> I always try Boy. and swerve it. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, I've been, I've been uh, doing EIFIAV and, yep. <laughs> and uh, I've been painting the wall in my garage this week. Unit. Unit. <laughs> is that the same as an ingot? Right. Yeah, carry on, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched an interesting video of someone blowing up a nail. I don't know who did that, but that was a cracking video on YouTube. Blowing up a what? This week's no, a nail. Thanks, Mark. It's not this week's technical topic, but uh, can you see Can you see all right, Nick? Because a bit of a bright flash. Mate, that hurt. I've got some Wait. stick off that. I should have wore um, welders. What mask. did you blow up? A nail. I put a nail as a main fuse. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mark, that, right? it yeah. funny. Blowing stuff off. Yeah. Yeah. But stupidly, because the only reason, well, it blew up while my face was the closest to it, because it started to set, it got that hot, it set the um, pro of my welder, the plastic on it, started set on fire. So I went really close and went, and as I did that, it just went, Right in my face. I oh, like, I need to see this. Mate, it really it. hurt. But, Why did it yeah. hurt? Did it hurt or did it just make you a bit scared? Like, oh. No, no, no. My eyes. It, it flashed, you know, like a welder's flash. Did it hurt you sh- or were you being, are, are you being dramatic? Watch the video and then you'll see how flat, like, bright it was. I tried to get um, a screenshot on, when I was editing it to, 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 as it was blowing up as a thumbnail. Meh. It just white. That was it. Both had to be there. Absolutely. <laughs> Mark, can you say nail? Nail. No, nail. 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 Oh, yeah. Kimmy's is worse. Kimmy's is worse. Nail. It's a nail. 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 There we go. Mark. Everyone's turned the radios off now. Nailed it. <laughs> Well, because no one listens to a podcast on the radio. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, All right. <laughs> Mark's had enough already. He's like, why do I do this every week? <laughs> oh, should, we, should we do a separate podcast, you and me? Yeah? No, what? We've got a Tuesday club. Like, we'll like talk him about and, Him and Neil did. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, Mark, what is a hot topic this week, my bro? 
it's kind of technical, but it's kind of not as well. And it's it's to do with something that we all we all do. Um, it's speaking about electrical things on YouTube or on podcasts. And it's because I've put a few bits and pieces out to help apprentices in the last couple of weeks. And someone else had said, well, more than one person actually had said how it was kind of not the right thing to do because apprentices should be dealing with their colleges and the lecturers and using the net website. So I just wonder what you all thought about the kind of content that we're putting out onto social media. First of all, who said that? <laughs> it's more than it's more than one person. I don't want they're not here to defend themselves either. So I'm not going to mention it exactly who it was. Uh, it was a few places. Some of them on direct message as well. And I think some of it was coming from a good place because I did understand the point of view. Yeah, I, was gonna friend... say, I feel like I see both. I can see yeah. both. So it made me think. Because, the, I mean, we're in exceptional circumstances now and apprentices in particular haven't been at college, haven't been with their employers. And I thought if I put a bit of content together, because some had asked, this is just audio podcasts. They just asked for some audio they could listen to while they were at work. And it's only like running through Guidance Note 3 and a few silly bits and pieces like that. Um, but they were saying they really need to get that teaching from a qualified teacher and to use the net website checklist, pre-assessment manual, all the stuff they're told. Um, so I just wondered... Was regards like Nick and Kimmy and yourself, Sam, putting stuff on YouTube um, or on on a podcast. Well, my own videos, I'm quite careful to just hyperlapse or time lapse some of the stuff that I think are DIY. Am yeah, I trying well, to use copy one the other day? Yeah, so not breaking it down to a point where somebody who had no idea could copy it, but also an electrician or an apprentice could watch it and understand what was going on. So, a bit of a... I have an opinion on this, um, and I think whoever said that is talking nonsense and here's why um you're not a primary source of education so if you think of it as a like a two-tiered source if you like so you're you're your number one well this say three tiers your number one tier um is your college and your company if you're an apprentice <clears throat> there you're that's your number one learning source then you've got like tier two which is your approved learning sources like the websites that are out there and the approved learning websites and stuff like that. They're your tier two. And then someone like yourself <clears throat> who go, who's, who spends his time to produce just like a, almost like a cursory overview of some of the stuff that they're going to be um, looking into. That's not to be sniffed at or, or debated really. It's like, let's use our common sense here for a second. Um, what you you can't teach an apprentice remotely because you're not qualified, but you also got 25 years of being in the trade. You're a highly qualified, highly competent individual that has a skill set at talking on podcasts. What you can't translate that into some good content that will help people learn. Who who are these people? Yeah, I, I I I see it from two points of view. One, yes, they should be taught exactly. Yeah. the regs from the book to people but on top of it from my first experience lecturers nowadays are taught you to pass an exam that is pretty much it they taught you to pass an exam for you to then go in the open world and go there you go fend for yourself go and take some more qualifications get some experience and whatnot which i get because that's what the that's what they're trained to do but with us mark mark more than me but the experience we're putting across for me 11 years in the trade you way more than me competent we know what we're on about i show more how to do things as in putting sockets on the theory behind just running cables but i don't go anything technical i don't like going into technical stuff that's more your area 
which for the apprentices watching now, to people say it's a bad thing. If anything, it's such a good thing because it wasn't around 10 years ago. The lads can literally jump online, watch you and me change a fuse board or pull floors up or run cables or clip stuff or chase stuff. The amount of different things now people can see that they can't get taught in a classroom. How are they meant to know how to do all this stuff when they don't get shown it in a classroom? So I think I get the point of it needs to be taught a specific way, but equally they're just being taught to pass an exam. Also, what I'll add to this as well, we know of plenty of teachers teaching electrical courses that are not electricians and don't have the the qualifications to call themselves an electrician. So, you know, with that being the case, it's not about there is a there is a curriculum that you have to stick to if you're a teacher. Hmm. If you're just putting out good healthy advice and um, knowledge, downloading your knowledge don't take this uh, maybe preface it with listen this is just my knowledge um you can take from it what you will um or you can take nothing from it it's not a problem i'm just putting it out there i think people mm. need to like relax yeah but yeah, i can yeah, see that either some, way from... right the the students are going to come back to their teacher and they will point out anything that they don't like or they don't want them to be using so Again, like you said, common sense. I think a lot of them can just use common sense and in a way where, um, yeah, you just pick and choose what it is. So sometimes if you've got a specific question, you watch a YouTube video, you take away what it is that you, um, you know, needed an answer about. And if you come back to your teacher and they say, that is not the way we want you to do it, I'm assuming it will be just up to the student to be like, okay, fine, yeah. we'll leave it. it but is, it's not... It's- it's common sense, making good judgment. Listen, they're not listening to like, mm. all right, Mark is is a, is a very capable, competent electrician. Um, however, they know like it's almost it's almost like protecting dumb people. Like, oh, but I listened to Mark Ellison's podcast the other day, and and it said this, and this is how I must do it. Well, you're dumb. You can't be an electrician. I'm not trying to protect that person, that dumb person. I'm trying to say, like, this is an addendum to, or an addition to your, to, to the actual to learning. your learning, yeah. Mm. Like, like a different interpretation. Dumb. I can't, mm. I, I can't even get my head round that argument. It's, it's preposterous. No. All this stuff out here is said to be useful, but I can say that, let's say, an apprentice temples on a video of someone on YouTube that's not doing stuff correctly or really badly, and then they start picking up notes, and, oh, they're on YouTube, you know. I'm not saying people with loads of subscribers. I mean, yes, but let's say that's the first video they come across on someone that's doing something correctly, and then they copy that. Then they're done. Then, yeah. Well, no, because they know no difference. I think you should have enough common sense to sort of see, like, oh, wait a minute. That's, That's not how we saw it in college. And then straight away, you should be making a mental note to go back to your teacher and double check. That's what I think a mature yeah, I, I agree. has a I capable agree. enough understanding to... Listen, first of all, if you're watching YouTube videos to become an electrician, stop. Stop. Mm. Go to college. It's there for, it's there for an electrician. If yeah, you're watching for YouTube help. videos to get tips and mm. insights, do that. That's smart. But don't yeah. be watching Nick Bundy doing these spotlights... To become it will not help you pass. Yeah, it will not mm. help you pass college. It, it will help you in the real world. The That's is, it. Like you say, you don't go through all the details. You do bits and you show bits and pieces, and yeah. and and then 
all of a sudden it's done. Like your, mm. your videos are like 15 minutes long. We don't show the whole thing. You don't show the whole thing. So the whole argument is nonsense. Mark, carry on doing what you're doing. You're an incredible yeah. asset to the industry. And you, Nick. And I don't <laughs> even care. I don't care if it comes from a good place. These people going, oh, yes, I, I, I really admire what you're doing, but perhaps you should think about it. Nah, bitch, shut up. Fair enough. I agree to a point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it, like we were saying, people are learning from YouTube at the minute for the last year or so. It's different times. They're not at college. They haven't been. Well, they are now, but they wasn't. And they haven't been with their employers. So there's been a lot of people picking up material off YouTube. And that'll be from the likes of, of Nick and Gary Hayes, the eFix mm. stuff, um, Joe Robinson, watching people on Instagram as well, going out day to day like you, Kimmy, and checking out some of the stuff I say on occasion. They might listen to Sam. Maybe not the poo stuff, but everything else he comes up with, you know, sometimes it's the that is. they could come across these sort of people in real life where they will teach them the wrong things. I personally had that when I first Ooh. started out. Some some people taught Someone, me very dodgy this, things. They were cowboys. Is that the same person that showed were... you how to do trunking? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, oh, do you know what? I just realized I had a lot of messages about my trunking and I thought, where are they seeing the trunking? I forgot that I I literally was like, where are they seeing my trunk and how do they know? Somebody said it looks now? like it was bashed by a horse. And I was like, oh, or whatever they said, it was just terrible. Anyways, um, yeah, because um, I um, I remember this one one guy, he was teaching me, um, he basically was teaching me when I was an apprentice and um, he didn't really tell me what screws were for the, what screws were for what, basically. And um like the wrong thing right so when I went to college I used the wrong screws and then my teacher sort of pointed it out he said what what is this about so whether you're learning it from YouTube or another real life electrician who misleads you the wrong way I don't think it makes a difference either way there will be people out there who might not do it in the correct way and at least on YouTube other people can point it out and leave a comment so the oh, student watching do. it they'll see it <laughs> they you know? do yeah. yeah. What I have learned is don't fit conduit in someone's bathroom to an extractor fan because people do not like that. <laughs> it's, it's a, <laughs> listen, the whole thing is right. Um, I, I've got really, I've got a real pessimistic view on social media as of late. Well, not as of late, but over the last couple of, um, well, about last year, to be honest. What you have, it's like, like you like when you're on social media, it's like you put a thought out there, like I don't know, oh I feel good today, blah blah, right? Would you walk into a pub and go, everybody, I feel good today. I'm going to take yeah. this opportunity to um, power on, and you know, word of the day is resilience, and then off you go. Uh, and everyone would be like, mate, shut the fuck up. And this is what we do with social media all day. And uh, and it's like, these people that comment on other people's content and stuff like that, you're like, well, hold on a minute. Where's your content? Like, where's your content? Oh, I've heard this from day one, mate. I've heard it from day one. I, I completely agree with the comment eye, of man. walking into a pub and go, oh, I've just had a turkey sandwich. No one cares. But that's, exactly. I remember when... I remember when Facebook first became a proper thing and that was it. People were like, and then Twitter became that thing where you would just update everyone what you do. No one cares. But then they say with the comments and the trolls and all that sort of crap. Yeah, but it's it's almost like, you know, when 
like there's a there's a Twitter thread or something, for instance, and then someone jumps on there and goes, "Well, actually, you're wrong, and here's why." Right? This is, and I'm guilty of this. I'm not saying this is like I'm guilty of this, and this is something I've become quite conscious of recently. Like if you're in if you're in a pub or on on the train or something, someone's having a conversation, and then you hear something factually incorrect, you don't go, "Excuse me, um, you're wrong, and here's why." Dickhead, dear. <laughs> no, no. It's not a thing. So why is that etiquette allowed on the internet? Like, why don't people go? Because well, people no, are hiding behind the keyboards. Yeah, I was but gonna say is, literally, uh, like you said, Joe, hiding behind, behind the, the keyboard, keyboards. no content, no post, nothing. Yeah, I saw the. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it before. I saw someone put a petition up, and this petition go around for everyone to have a, a, a yeah, social media ID. presence. Yeah, you got to have your ID, your passport mm. checked, and whatnot. I would be so up for that. It would be unreal. (laughs) Because the person that starts calling me this, that, and the other on YouTube, or a guy, what was it, last year? Oh, yeah, didn't you have somebody who, like, made a whole fake account with you and stuff, or whatever they were? Yeah, fake account, and then someone telling me to kill myself, and then another one saying he's going to break into my house. Like I was like, "Ah, whatever. Like, you just look at it and go, ignore it. I'd be but so if, happy to get some serious hate like that. Yeah, but to find someone, if I can click on his profile, oh yeah, I'll just drag that across. Oh, he lives, oh cool, he lives in Manchester at this address. Oh cool, mm. can't wait to go and say hello to him and see what he actually thinks because the amount of stick you get is, is unreal from these pathetic people sat mm. behind the screen. No one that, I, I, that comments on crap on me and trolls me would say it to my face, I guarantee it. Not because I'm a big well, strong man, because that's how they perceive themselves. They're just sat there well, Nick, in their mom's basement. I've only ever had two accounts of... Um, co- I've only ever had two comments that were quite hurtful. And both of them came from people who I knew who they were. One of them was on that positive group that you you know, you know, started and put me in, right? The guy said, Kimmy, you make me sick with how positive you are. And do you know what? I was you know what? Relax. for about half an hour. Listen, I actually cried for half an hour when he said I make him sick with my positivity. I was like, oh my god. Oh, uh, so I, I know, I know ages. exactly. Right, hold on. So, really talk to me about this. Um, we'll do this off air. Um, I think I already a- sorted it out with him. It's fine. Well, I think it come across very wrong because I know the person in, in question, and he definitely didn't mean for you to. For it to sound like he was having a dig, it is like almost like a backhanded compliment. Oh well, I took it wrong, I guess. But even that, I guess with, with this, it just goes to show that whatever you say, you don't know how the person might interpret it, anyways. So whether he meant it as a good thing, it made me cry for about half an hour, you know. But anyways, is it, we've had this conversation so many times with uh, my other half and friends, where someone sent a text and it's perceived so differently because it's either in capitals and whatnot. Like, if I could text you something, give me now, or say it to your face, you could take it so many different ways. This is mm. why I say to people, don't text me. His mum just ring me. Not that I'm in an argument. I just, I hate texting in general. You can get emotions across in a, in a, in a conversation over the phone rather than text. Because text, unless you're sending emojis with it, with a laughing face, no one knows you're being sarcastic most of the time. Can I just say one thing? Go on. Um... You love being on the phone, we know. Boring story, Nick. Um, let's move mm. on now. <laughs> let's move on to. Um, I want to talk about BMS. Who here has done BMS, or who here even knows what BMS is? Got the itchiest back in the world. Pen. BMS. Well, I think I've never got involved. Sexual thing. 
BMS. Oh, BSM. No, that's... No, not BSM. BMS. Building Management Systems. Oh! Dumb. Mark, have you never done it? No, I've never been involved with that at all, mate. I've seen the systems installed and and I've seen people commissioning, but never touched it myself. Are they letting you loose on something like that? (laughs) Well, you'd be surprised to know I've done a fair bit of BMS and um, on generators and I've I've done about two, three years of it, all in, I suppose. Um, And it's, it's actually really basic stuff. Like, it's not until you're commissioning it and programming it where it becomes like you've got to have a a real understanding of how it works but it's essentially you know um a number of like din switches if you like so normally on normally off that sort of stuff and you just click it all to that it all goes back to a panel all the all the cables like you have a big loom come down into the panel and you just make it off and it's a lovely it's it's a real nice, uh, real gratifying job. Like you sit at one of the panels and it's like dressing in a, a fuse board, but for like a whole day of just like getting it all nice. And then you have to, um, we call them fanny stretchers. Um, and it's like a prong thing that goes open like that. And you have like a rubber, you have like a rubber tube on it and a prong thing opens up like that. And you put it over the end of the cable and you pull it out. They're called fanny stretchers. I don't know what you want to no, say. No, they're called, um, uh, what's the thing called? Hellion. See, if there's any apprentices watching that, do not call it a fanny fanny stretcher. You're gonna just sound. Um, and then and then you fill the ends and then you put them away. Oh, you might even have to put some um numbers on it and stuff like that. Oh, it's a really really good. It's a really nice little job because it's all like secondary containment. So you're just slinging a bit of tray here and a little bit of trunk in there. Um, and I'm surprised you have never done it, Mark. No, but you've just reminded me of something actually talking about it because our good friend Eddie does a lot of that, doesn't he? Eddie Clemens. Oh, does he really? Pegasus, yeah, he builds his own, own panels up. Oh, um, wow. So I've, I've spoken to him about it before. Yeah, that's his primary source of business, I think. Uh, but yeah, never done it Never done it myself. But just speaking about Eddie, I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram. He started up that um, thing in the Midlands where he's sharing out a conduit vendor and a load of mm. tube and conduit accessories to send off to a local apprentice for them to have for a week, just practice with, totally free of charge. Flexi mm. conduit. I've seen that. I love Metal it. Metal conduit. I love it. Oh, not flexi. Not flexi. No, not Copex King stuff. Um, yeah, so at the moment, I'm going to be doing a lot of that. Um, and I really enjoy it. So I'm really happy to be doing a bit of BMS. It's just nice work. It's nice. And everything has to be done neatly. You can't you can't just sling BMS in. Otherwise, like, because a lot of it's on the surface. It's, it's all at eye level because all the instruments go on the boxes and stuff. And then all the cables will have to be dressed in nicely it's just not it's just nice to do something different sometimes at work like power and lighting can get very boring yeah you're not right can icrs <laughs> yeah exactly it's the same thing it, yeah. and then you just get to do something a little bit different it's, it's slightly different work all right it's it's containment and cables but it's just done a slightly different and i like it i'm i'm really i'm quite happy with it actually good Good right, you, gotta be happy. Next. you could. Yeah, you got to be happy in your work, haven't you? I mean, that's that's the 
primary aim of going to work. And I've been feeling a bit of that this week because you're saying about normal electrical stuff. It gets a bit boring because you're on autopilot just doing it, aren't you? Yes. So to be out in the garden knocking stuff up with wood when I don't really know what oh, I'm mate, doing. I look, I look great, that did. Really, really good. Yeah, cheers. I don't know what it was. What was it? A climbing frame slide thing. Oh, yeah. is that what it was? I, I sort of had a cursory look. I wasn't. You haven't looked at all. Don't even lie. No, he hasn't. So you, it's no. like a thing like he's, that. And then I was like, he's conduit for the monkey bars. And then it was a tree, sort of tree house thing. I was watching. It's not, it's, it, cheers, Nick. It's nice to do stuff, different stuff, isn't it? And getting into BMS or BDSM, whatever Sam's getting up to at work. Yeah. It, know, it's right. all good. Come home with a sore bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Is that another sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Um, I, I'm going completely off subject. You know, did you see the video I did the other week um, about getting self tired of being self employed? You see that one? I saw the the thumbnail for it today. You're sitting there all like this. It was just a screen. I like that. Have video. you seen the video? Yeah, I saw the thumbnail. Then click yeah, it. Yeah, cheers, Sam. It's all like that. I just want to put it out there, like to a lot of guys. I've had a lot, a lot of messages over Instagram and YouTube regarding it. Because obviously, I've always spoken to Sam before. The situation a couple of years ago with my dad and my mate, you know, passing away and whatnot. I hated work and it was it was a time, it was just crap. Um, but there's so many people that reached out and said, like, I'm struggling at the moment, my dad's passed away, or this has that happened, and blah blah blah. Um, and just saying to people on here, like if it is you are struggling and whatnot, what I found was great was with Instagram as well. It's like set little goals for yourself. So one week if I'm doing a board change, then the next week I'd try something a bit different on the board change, maybe time myself, maybe do something slightly different and then change things up on each individually. And um, it was like little goals, little little wins every week, right, with really good pick-me-ups. So I thought it was a good little thing. I think that's it. And for once, Nick, I'm not going to mug you off um, about that's your right. boring story. I actually think that's a real good bit of, it, good bit of advice because one of the things, like, I don't talk about it a lot, but that's a lie. Um, I suffer quite badly with... All kinds of problems. Anyway, one of the best ways of dealing with my problems is I like to write a list to mm. accomplish each day. Um, it might just be dumb things. Like, honestly, That's sometimes nice. it's even like... Brush your hair. Yeah. The third poo of yeah, the day. Like, honestly. Done. There you are, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... I've been there, done shower. that as well, yeah. Shower. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. Like, Cross I'm, it off. I've gone, I've gone a week without showering before when I'm really depressed. But, isn't it good when you've done a job but you've not written it on the list? You have to write it on the list and then cross it off. Or it doesn't <laughs> yes, count. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Another win. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just stupid stuff, and I, I I find a lot of value in 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 like those little accomplishments. To be honest with you, um, I might write a list for tomorrow. Well, this is one of the key things that I found out recently about doing the ICRs every day. Is I've come home. My brain's still going with all the numbers and doing all the stuff on my iPad and whatnot, but I'm getting no sense of accomplishment at the end of the day. There's no looking at a job and going, right, happy, let's pack up. Because I'm literally walking with a tester and Adam and the ladders and doing it, going to the next one and coming home and doing the paper. Like, it's, it gets into a tedious routine that I've never been in for a very long time of doing the same thing day in, day out. I'm hating it at the moment. So while I'm trying to do stuff at home, I'm going to get playing stuff with the kids. Like Sam's rang me every night. What are you doing? I'm playing doctors with my daughter in her bedroom. Like allowing myself to try and do something different that I wouldn't try and do normally, just to try and get that accomplishment for the day. Do you know what I mean? 
Yes, I do know what you mean. Um, I found that I find that with working generally, I'm so bad at working. Like I'm so bad at being a consistent worker that I have to mix it up a lot. Otherwise, I, I just turn into a, turn into a pumpkin. Well, yeah, I'm basically a pumpkin anyway. But... I can relate. I can relate. Mm. Well, you don't do no work anyway. You just decide to go. I like... know, literally. Do you know this week? I only worked. I think what sunday and saturday i don't think i did anything monday to friday what did i even do monday to friday did i work i don't think so i don't even know what did i do today nothing i went to tesco i'm working tomorrow on site what site like a building site but it's not like a big building site it's just like a house uh that's gonna be fun it's a project i started like last year sometime but because of covid and stuff they've taken a step back and it's in a house that was built literally like in the 1940s. It's ancient. It's like protected by heritage stuff. So everything's just like ancient in there. You can't really do full rewires. You've got to get approval before you do it. It's, it's crazy. So I'm going there tomorrow because we can't, we can't change the board because we can't amend where everything is without permission. So we're going to see if we can get um, some RCBOs for the bathroom circuit. Anyways, sorry, that was totally off topic. But, oh, but yeah. that's, that's what it's about. It's Monday Club. You yeah, meant to so. talk yeah, about Yeah, so um, like what's basically the brand of the fuse box? I think it's Hagar, and they don't do the RCB, RC, RCBOs. Thanks. Um, yeah, so we've got to find a way to to see what we can do, uh, how to go about it. So I'm thinking like an alternative little fuse box coming off with the RCD just to protect the, the bathroom. Um, the new stuff going in there. Do you know what? If I was in your position, what I would do? Take a day ask off. Mark. <laughs> ask, ask Mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is a good story. If we're just going random stuff, I did a hot tub install last week with Adam, and um, well, this week because it's Monday Club. And uh, what's the resistance that you're allowed up to on a TT spike for a hot tub sound? Do you know? Um, point four one. No, it's actually That's 200 ohms. <laughs> just, I just said something. <laughs> um, but we, it was a PME supply, and we've been there in the past, and I'd say in the past I've happily run, and when I spoke to Napit and did a video on it, uh, ran it into a PME. But obviously if we have our uh, pen conductor fault where we lose our neutral, we lose our earth, all that sort of stuff we said before, I said from now on, Adam, would give them a choice to do a Mat e which have you heard one of them, Sam? No. So Matty is a device that goes in before the hot tub and it registers a, a pen fault. Is that um, so what's commonly referred to as a unicorn device? I don't know. It just it registers if there's a, an imbalance and it cuts the power off straight away. Unicorn device. Right, okay. But it was two that prices. That sounds so Matty. made up. Honestly, you and all your terms. Fanny uh, stretches unicorns. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that one is actually a real thing. They did call it a unicorn device in the first amendment of the regs when they started mentioning this stuff. Really? And then Matty, Matty came out with a product that was the unicorn device. And now people like My Energy put them in their zappy charges yeah, and stuff didn't like that. My well. Energy invent one. Yeah, they my energy took, one, took yeah. it to a next the next level. That's you know I think slightly better than what the the Matty so, is. Also, with hot tubs, um, I happen to know a little bit about this because Neil's always blabbering on about hot tubs and um, <laughs> why you don't need to do all that because there is no extraneous parts on them. Yeah, they're all it's all class two fittings. It, I, so I can't no quite wrap my head parts. around it. 
but equally if you're in a tub of water that's fed by electricity and it's outside i would rather be safer than sorry if there is loss of earth you would rather but hold on if there's loss of earth and it's all class two yeah but let's say the water becomes electrified yeah you're still fucked because it's still isolated from no no because no because the the water wouldn't become electrified if you had a spike on because your path to Earth would be there, it wouldn't go through the water. Where will it be, though? Because it would, be, though? Won't it would be trip. In the water. It would trip the no, because it would trip the protective device before it became electrocute, electrified. But what I'm saying is, so there's no possibility of that water becoming electrified by the circuitry. The only way that water can become electrified would be, I don't know, and be cracking putting it, putting some let... electricity into it. Yeah, but, but let's then say it's Earth a don't work hot... anyway. Yeah, but... <laughs> You know where I'm coming from, Mark. Let's oh. say you're in it and there's a crack in it and then there's it, no crack. it goes oh, on there'd be it. no water. Yes, but let's say you need to put you need to put every precaution in for the worst event possible. If there's a crack in a hot tub, there's no water. What are you talking yeah. about? While you're in it, let's say it splits while you're in it. Why would it do the that? Argu- the argument with it is that it has a neat heating element in it, and generally speaking, they have an earth case. And you know, if that was to split, then you can have the element exposed to the water and essentially electrify it if there's no earth for that current to pass through at the element some of the some of the hot tubs are actually class two i've heard people say they don't exist but i've seen them with my own eyes a class two hot tub yeah, that's marked I've, up with a square and a square yeah so they definitely do do exist um but if you've got a, a class one hot tub on a pme supply you still don't necessarily have to drive an earth rod in um you just there's no. all the regs really stays you need to have rcd protection um and you can if some this is where the grey area is. So some people apply section seven oh two, which is for swimming pools. But if you go into that extent, you need to start looking at extraneously connecting any outside lights, outside sockets, so, taps to the same point of earth. And you know, it's how far are you gonna go to achieve so that? If you're only, you're you're only gonna go a part of the way. Yeah, it's just like fitting an EV charger. So it's the same principle as an EV charger on a different earth in supply. Um they say that, but it's not. Um I just wanted to say that to be honest, but right. Mark, let me just—I just want to jump in here because I have a—I have questions. I need you didn't to raise I your hand. No, I don't need to. No. I'm the justice. I am the Lord. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Mark, tell me more about this heater that can split. Is that a thing, or is that used to be a thing? No, it's still a thing. So if you've got a class one hot tub, it'll generally have a, an element in it, like you'd get in a. Hot water immersion, for example, like an immersion element, and the outer casing of that is earthed. So if it was to crack and and split, but there is no earth to the hot tub because the PME earthing's gone down, then that element inside of the earthed case can come into contact with the water. And because the water contains chemicals like chlorine, bromine, whatever they put in there, I don't know, it conducts electricity a bit better than just normal, regular water. Um, that that can then pass into a person as they step out of the hot tub into the ground. If you've got an RCD in the circuit, then if that does happen, it should operate. And the other argument well, is, is how. Question. Yeah, the other argument mm-hmm. is, is how much of a conductor actually is that water, even with the elements in? Because water is terrible to conduct. It is. It's all the minerals in it that actually conduct the electricity. I mean, in, in a hot tub, you'd have to do some experiments mm-hmm. to actually see what did. Like one for the unit. Yeah, get one for the unit. I think you need one, to be honest, Nick. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that... Well, maybe you can. You know, there used to be that thing where... Um, I, I don't know. Back in the day, I watched a film 
and I think it was like a James Bond film even. And the person was in the bath, and then they threw a electric heater in the bath. Yeah. And they died. But the reality is that that's not a thing. Yeah, the power would trip most of the time if it had a correct protective device. Yeah, you would have place. to you'd have to do something at the other end to make yeah. it not trip for that to yeah, happen. Re- remove. That's, have you never? Um, do you know what? Have you never um, had like a, a light fitting that's wet, but the power's still on, and you've got a blob of tissue to to dry it, and then the whole tissue just went conductive, and you just went. Zzz. So is that the tissue then that's more conductive than the water? Okay. I'm not saying I ever have. I'm saying on behalf of a friend. Now listen, shouldn't, right. you be, shouldn't you be doing safe isolation before you touch a faulty light fitting? There's going to oh, be a lot of this going on. Yeah, they oh, no. they definitely should have isolated before, but I'm saying if they didn't and then dabbed it with... <laughs> Can I get back Can to my hot tub story? Wait, Come wait. On, I really regret that. Can you edit that out? I don't want my friend to get in trouble. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, go on, Nick. Finish your boring um, story. Anyway, so we ended up putting a spike in it, and it really, really nice job, actually. But I was testing it, so I was quizzing Adam, as we try and do with the regs, as and when we're testing and this and that, to the maximum ZS values, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we got a, um, a ZS of 22 ohms off a one-metre spike. Brilliant. And Adam was, and I was like, I wasn't sure. I made him test it again. I was like, you, we tested it. And then obviously showing him how on the test results, if you've got... Obviously, it's an installation certificate for the new circuit is where you try and fill in where you've obviously fed it up to the isolation point. Well, it was actually a whisker box below the rotary isolator. With a I'll tell you what, test that again in in uh, August. Well, the thing is, it's on a farm and it's, it's I, anyway, whatever. I, I know it's going to be good. And um, but trying to put the results in of where to put a PME earth to an R1, R2 on that one and then splitting it to the R1, R2 for our TT and then the ZS for our TT as well. And it, it's annoying because the sheet won't allow you have to just put it all in the extra comments and sections. You just got to pick and yep. choose which one you're going to put in your scheduled test results and then write everything separately. And uh, we were just having a discussion in the van on the way back. Like, why aren't, why hasn't someone created a, um, pretty much a hot tub install certificate where we can show the two results side by side for the same cable, which would be pretty handy. Mm. Yeah, that is a good point. A few other people have said with a, a software that you use especially, it's really hard to record different earthing systems when they are applicable to the same circuit. So it's, you'd think someone would have done something like that, to be honest. I'll have a you? word with um, Easy to see what they can come up with. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Got to pick up the bat phone. Easy, huh? I'm Nick Pondy. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not rising to it. It's fine. Easy, sir. I'm Nick Pondy, and I'm telling you this is what I need. We're done. Are you finished? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Brilliant, man. It's been late enough. This will do. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, right. Well, listen, it's been fun, um, as usual. I love you all. Um, Money Club, we're out. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>